Welcome to Three is a Crowd. I'm Julie. And I'm Terence. So, how does anyone decide to have another kid? We're a couple debating this decision for ourselves and inviting you to listen in. It's not weird. It's a little bit weird. Episode 2. Yeah, hey! We made it. We're actually doing this thing. We are indeed. I think episode 2 is when you become a legitimate podcast. <laughs> two for two. <laughs> two for two. <laughs> So this is an episode, I guess, where I'm leading the conversation because it is the episode where we or I outline some of the pros, the sort of pro list as to why we should consider having a third child. Uh, We've just listened back to this audio that we recorded months ago. Funny how things change. And funny how (laughs) things change. Oh, how the turntables have... uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yes, so this is the a very positive episode where we look at all of the good things that child number three might bring into our family. Mm-hmm. It was a very difficult conversation for you because you were really on the chopping block. Like you really had to defend your position with this I know, this and episode. I realized I missed so many of my points. <laughs> That's my skill. When I listened back, I was like, why didn't I say this and this and this? So this is what happens when she looks. This is what happens when Julie looks into my eyes. She she forgets all the things she was going to say, and she <laughs> oh gets my lost. Gosh, no, 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 no. We want to we want to have the third episode, Terrence. Let's, <laughs> let's not scare the people, the good people listening off. Yes, but this is our pro list. Uh, your pro list might be completely different, or it could be similar, or whatever it is. But again, this is our what we think our experience of child number three might be like mm-hmm. recorded uh, at a particular time in our lives it's, it's a snapshot it's a snapshot of what we were like mm-hmm. four months ago mm, longer yeah <laughs> so here it is our pro list so in the last episode uh we were worried that you were going to sound too much like a man because you were feeling sick mm-hmm. and this episode i'm feeling sick so are we also worried that i'm going to sound like too much <laughs> of a man <laughs> <laughs> I'm still recovering as well. <laughs> We're just ridiculous. Uh, this is what happens when you have kids. Kids oh, make they, you sick. They do make you sick. That is that is true. So this episode, we are going to be dedicating the time to the for camp of this <laughs> argument, right? The argument for having child number three, or the, I'm assuming more than one argument for child number three. I know. It does. You know, I'm going to be honest and say... It's been a weekend <laughs> and I have been struggling to put my pro list up, which I, on one hand, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's what this process unravels. It could also be, you know, health related. Like I just wasn't feeling well. So I was like, ah, yeah, it's now a baby. And, and my thing, every time you said, I'm feeling sick or I'm feeling tired or oh, I have to go do this thing. I kept saying this entire weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, imagine that with a little baby mm-hmm. on your arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was, <laughs> that maybe made it worse <laughs> for you. So I have a sneaky suspicion that this is going to be very hard for you or me, for that matter, to logic into. <laughs> I know. Right. So so that's actually why I wanted the four camp to go first, because that this is the harder option. I, I agree. I think it's going to be harder for you to provide reasons that w- mm. will logically make our lives better, that uh, that having a third baby will logically mm-hmm. make our lives better mm-hmm. than the reasons I have that a third baby would make our lives 
Okay, worse. I hear you. Statistically, I would like to know how many people do you think have a child? Bef- well, this puts away before they have their child, first child, second child, third child, fifth child, whatever. The next child. The next child. Before <laughs> yeah. they have the next child, how many people do you think have has as much conversation about it as we're having right now? Not obviously recording a podcast. That's <laughs> us taking it to the extreme. Because there'll be a lot of podcasts. Me, yeah, this is me going totally counter to what I'm like fearful of doing, which is the, or what I feel like the pattern, you know, has been fast, which is whoops. We've had a baby. The, I think I may be course correcting quite strongly. So with, the, the pendulum has swung way has too swung. far in the other direction. But I do wonder: do you think do you think people do pros and cons lists and like in depth weeks and weeks and weeks of conversations? Well, when I talk to my friends who don't have kids, mm-hmm. they have a very clear pros and cons list in their mind, so they have thought about it. When I speak to parents about and especially dads that they most of the kind of parents i speak to about the next child if they're thinking about it considering it there's never a time where they're like oh i haven't really thought about it Mm. i I think every parent maybe haven't verbalized it in the way that you and i have over the last forever time (laughs) Um, but definitely have uh they have thought about it themselves quietly um, I think you have to. I think I think it's impossible for you to. Well, that's assuming choice, though, right? I mean, no, but I'm, I'm saying the moment child one, two, or three arrives, the mm. first thought that comes into your mind. <laughs> we're never doing this is ever we're never again. Doing this ever or, again. Oh, I can't wait to do this again. Exactly. Or what would it be like okay. to? I, how would I cope with two or three? Fair or four? enough. Fair enough. And, and I think the moment you, you get settled into a rhythm, it's one of those things where y- when you get married. People go, oh, when's, oh, you know, when you start dating, when you're getting engaged, when you get engaged, when you get married, when you get married, it's when you're having a child. Yeah. And then when you have a child, number one, it's when's child number two coming. It's the, it's the kind mm. of thing that we, we tend to do to couples where we, we do. We keep asking them it's those questions. Great. But that also means that these couples have to ask themselves those questions. So I, I have a sneaky suspicion that maybe people haven't verbalized it as much as we have. Um, because, man, we have spoken a lot about this over the last few months. Um, but they definitely have thought about it. True. I, I would I would be very interested in us putting a poll out there when this episode is around, you know, did you, before you chose to bring the next child if, in? If you chose. Yes, if you chose. Before, okay, first of all, how many of you did choose? <laughs> Honestly, that would be really interesting to see if people are honest in their answers. And then for those who did choose... Did you have a, a mild, like like a mild to moderate amount of conversation, moderate to extensive? Or could you write a thesis around why you decided to have, you know, why you needed to have another child in your family? And, and what, what was people it? Say. And when, and the other question I'd love to ask is, how did you, if it was a process, if it was a discussion and a negotiation and a back and forth and a pros and cons list, how did you get to the point of saying, yes, let's do it? Mm. What was the thing yeah, that, that tipped, tipped you? you? Yes. That w- that's what I would love. Yes. Because if we knew what that was, 
I mean, we wouldn't need this whole podcast. We wouldn't need this, whole, this, is, this is what the podcast is trying to achieve. You know what I'm hoping? I mean, we're going to have to ask some people. But what I'm hoping is like some of the couples that I really look up to that seem to have all their shiz together. Yeah. I'm hoping a few of them are like, ah, yeah, no, we didn't. We clipsied that one. Oops, that wasn't oops. That one was an oops. Like, you know, we've got some like well-established uh, couples who got married 10 to 15 years before us yes. who have like four children yeah. thinking about a couple of four boys i don't want to like up people on here but there's like a few like couples that we really respect how about um, my mom <laughs> you, you, yes your mom had three my mom had three biological children and then obviously my my brother came much long later but but um you know how but i'm what i'm hope I'm, I'm just kind of secretly hoping that specifically the ones that are like you know seem to have really got all their ducks in a, like, yeah. in a row that they were like, oh, no, you know, we drank too much wine one night. And, Oops. Yeah. We didn't quite get that condom thing quite working <laughs> properly. I mean, I don't think they're going to say it quite like that, Terrence. <laughs> well, some, that's of our different. Friends, some of our friends are quite <laughs> frank. That's true. Um, but not anyway. Not imagine frank. So, so, I mean, that would be great if we could put that out there. We, yeah. We, and we will. I think in the next couple of episodes, we should definitely get some of these people on, even speaking anonymously. I, to, totally. To because give it us It'll bust the myth that family planning, responsible plan, family planning has to look a particular way. Okay. And it will validate my <laughs> yeah, feelings around feeling like I have to be super responsible or I will be judged for this decision. I mean, look, either way, people will have an opinion and we're probably going to get judged, right? Probably in our own family. And we weren't in control of number two arriving. No. So and I felt judged. By a few people. You know, it's interesting. And that this is a very clear, like, man-woman dynamic because I felt a lot of like, hey, nice one. <laughs> and I of, felt you, like, you've done it, you've done didn't it you guys mistake. have a baby? Like, I mean, I wrote about it just the other day, you know. Don't you have a TV? Don't you do this? Like, you know, what were you... Like, it's effectively like I had to have, you know, transformed into this saintly, like, virginal mother Honestly, that's like, you know, who just... Who, who isn't married to this Who isn't Adonis. married, exactly, exactly. But that was, that is honestly the kind of, like, you know, where would I in the, in my doted mothering, I mean, like, already a shame that I'm a working mom, but in my, in my doted mothering. Yeah, moms don't have sex. No, exactly. Moms where to would babies, you even think about have, that? No, of course not. And so You're too I felt, busy being I, a mom. Exactly. And I did feel like, sure, guys, you didn't plan that well, you know? I mean, you know, it wasn't a huge... Like, it wasn't like everyone was saying that. Of course, we had most people were really supportive. Our families were really supportive. But there were comments. But there were definitely comments. Yeah. And and as I said in the post, I mean, I remember them. I remember feeling sheepish, like super embarrassed that we were going to be telling people that effectively you knocked me up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't say it like that, contextually. But no, totally. <laughs> exactly. We were like married. I mean, I felt like even just picking up that third or fourth pregnancy stick um, from the pharmacy... Like I, I remember, <laughs> I remember the Rosemead Spa for people in Cape Town who know that that's like where we lived around the corner. Like flashing my wedding ring, like putting the test on the table, like with my wedding ring, very clearly like displayed. Like I'm allowed to be doing this because I had my own deep seated shame around. I don't know what people would think of me. I think this is more a Julie issue. Then I, I I didn't want to say it. No, but I it's a hundred percent Julie issue. Totally, totally. Because <laughs> I don't feel those things about other people. No, but but but, but yeah. it, it's not that the judgment didn't exist. It's that you hold on to it and you're you're hyper aware. I am of it. 
So, so, and it does affect you more than me, who I might be like, oh, that's a. And I will care. I mean, I'm honest. I'm, I'm honest about like you know we're here to have an honest conversation. Yeah. If we choose, if whatever tips the favor, and we end up you know going for number three, and it happens, I, I almost am preempting the kinds of comments. Well, this is partly that we will get. That's partly what this is about, right? Is for you to feel settled with whatever decision we've we've made, so mm. that when someone asks you if the decision is yay or nay, if you do fall pregnant, you can say, "Oh no, it was thought through. It was thoughtful. Yes. Um, so planned." And if we and if it doesn't God. happen for whatever reason, either it's oh we we planned to try and it didn't work out, or mm. uh, we decided not to. But it's it's a we're wise and in control, I know. and it, we didn't. We didn't um, fall to our base instincts. It wasn't just because my husband's a hot <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's not what happened. This is clearly not a PG podcast. Um, <laughs> I'll beep it out. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, okay, so, but you're right. You're right. Yeah. So so we do need to get to... Can you see that I'm delaying you on are the delaying, pros? Yeah. Okay, because I'm just and, like thinking all oh, the pros. And last, and last episode, I made it very clear that you, like the pros was your responsibility. Mm-hmm. But in thinking about this episode, I'm like... Wait a second. I'm not entirely, completely in the against camp. Yes. Like I, I can acknowledge that there are some pros. Yeah, we're both kind of, to be honest, we're actually both somewhat in the middle, uh, leaning slightly to one side or the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, you know? We're centrists in this political system, <laughs> <laughs> and we can come and meet across the aisle. I swear, <laughs> we are a weird bunch. Um. Okay. Pro. So here's the thing. I was struggling. I was super, super struggling. Um, I do apologize. Okay, our dog is probably going to be one of the con camps because I don't know how she would deal with the baby. Um, she's very attached well, to Well, we me. have to get rid of the dog because then... Terrence, no. I'm not having... We can't swap the, the baby. The SBCA people. We can't swap the baby coming for, the for us. We'd find a good home for her. No. Uh, I also want to have all those TikToks with puppy and the baby. <laughs> if I'm going to go through all those efforts and go through the uncomfortable parts of pregnancy, I want to have some cute content that comes out. <laughs> okay, so, okay. 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 So here's the thing. Okay. I'll go on, I'm going to go through some logical pros. Yes. Okay, first of all. Weirdly, I've got some non-logical, like emotional. So pros. that's the thing. That's not, that's almost what, I, what I'm jumping to first. To <laughs> say that every time I'm like, this pro and that pro, and then okay, there's a few things I see, and obviously, obviously, I know, I know that everything you see online is just a little glimpse, a little. You don't. What? You don't see the rice, horror behind the camera. A little grain of rice and a bag of rice. Yeah. You know, we don't see it, but I'm like. Seeing those pregnancy test reaction videos for people who've waited specifically for for women who've struggled um, to conceive and then do, like, gets me every time. I'm like, that moment to find out that I'm that I'm pregnant and it not be a shock, like something that we actually want, that feels like a good high. We are on very different TikToks because yeah. I never see any you of see that. Reaction. Okay. Then, like, the whole... Okay, first of all, yes, pregnancy is hard. I know this. I ex- a experienced it. B, it's not like I just tangentially am reminded about this. This is, you know, I'm not going to get into it now. But this is part of my like daily work reality is seeing all the dark, hard parts of birth and pregnancy. And if you want to hear more about Julie's tough pregnancy, we spoke about it in the last episode. Exactly, exactly. But it is also quite incredible. And even though my pregnancy was really hard at the end. The first bits, it wasn't, you know, I know people who had 
horror stories. And of course I could, I could be puking my guts out, but I didn't last time and I actually did enjoy parts of it and I would love to experience it again. So pregnancy would be something I would like to experience again, right? Okay, obviously not worth having a child. It's not like you don't, I mean, I could become a surrogate if that was something that I wanted. If it was just like, there are people who really enjoy pregnancy and I don't enjoy it that much, but I would like to experience it. There are parts of it that I missed and I'd like to experience it again. And also being pregnant and not have a you know 10 month old on your absolutely hip. obviously i'd be doing homework with two children at school it would be a different kind of stress but there are different demands and i would honestly i would love to experience that with our children because i think they would be quite amazed you know i think they would love to come along to the sonograms and you know they would enjoy that okay so so let me jump in uh, because what this is not your no camp yet. It's not a no camp. Okay, this is okay, me. I'm I told you this today, this week. Okay, okay. This episode is about positive, positive, positive. The foresight. <laughs> so, so a lot of the four thoughts that I have mm. is really around moments, mm. and I have this moment in my head of the boys speaking to the baby mm. in your in your womb, talking to baby through your womb, mm. lying on the bed next to you, talk you know talking to you know, future little... Reading diary of reading, Wimpy Kid. Reading diary of Wimpy Kid or <laughs> yeah. like telling the baby about what the what its parents are going to be like or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that, that, you know, so so from a pregnancy point of view, yeah, seeing the boys mm. get excited for this process too because they're at a really wonderful age where the world is still like wonderful mm. and they can respond to that wonder with awe and like they're, they're super yeah. excited by it. And by they're things. into it. They're still... They're still um, at that age. They're still young enough to be super connected to us physically. They love to snuggle with us. They love to hug, you know. So, so they would not be like aloof teenagers, like oh yeah, cool baby. Yeah, yeah, like I think yeah. they would really enjoy it. They would get a kick out of the kick. They would. They would. They would get a kick out of the nickname for the baby. They would get a kick out of seeing the baby as did on the ultrasounds. And yeah, I think that would be. They special. would be the ones who would track how big the baby yes, is. Yes, baby's a peanut. Baby's a grape. I mean, they would. I think absolutely. Oh, okay. Um, then. Um, Again, yeah, so despite the fact that, again, I know all the hard parts of childbirth, I would like to experience it again. It's it's, it's an incredibly transformative, powerful experience. I know. Would you like to try and hit that natural target or? I hit that natural target. <laughs> um, I, I would definitely, um, I would definitely, that would be my, my, my hope would be for um, an unmedicated or at least a, a, a quote unquote natural childbirth as we colloquially call it um obviously not saying that c-sections are unnatural but you know um i would i would like to go through that experience an, an intervention a low a intervention, minute, low intervention low birth intervention. yes i don't know what the correct terms yes, are you yes, know this is yes, your job yes, yes. I, I do want to say we, we have we have actually jumped over a massive fall because we went straight to the pregnancy yeah but there's a <laughs> Parents again on the PG part. No, but but yes, but that, that no, absolutely. You know that is also when you when you are trying. I can imagine it gets to the point where you're like, okay, can we just it 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 stops and maybe it, yeah. and I don't know maybe it loses appeal. I it hasn't happened to me yet, and yeah. and if it ever gets to the point where it does, I'll be well impressed. No, I mean I, again, I think obviously noting the privilege that we have and the fact that we didn't have to try for Eli yeah and I, and I think I think it is a very different experience just based on everything that I've heard from people close to us for whom you know fertility challenges have been real I think it 
that is a different experience of it. But I think for 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 people for whom you know it was didn't take that long, you know, it is it is an exciting thing to be able to push the button on starting, so to speak, starting the. Oh my gosh, I can't take you seriously. <laughs> We're supposed to be mature enough to have a third child and you're giggling at <laughs> making like innuendos. Okay. But anyway, moving but on. Yes, I just want to say that, that is yes, a big, yes, a big, yes. big pro. It is. I mean, it's, that's not the only reason for that, but no, yes, no, it, is a, it is fun. It's a, it's a nice excuse. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a nice fall, fallout of the, <laughs> of the, of the. I got you. I got you. Okay. The third okay so you obviously pregnancy the birth experience going through that again um i know it sounds like a strange thing but i also know there are other women who also really enjoyed their pregnancies and birth and so it's not strange to everyone so if you're hearing this rolling your eyes i'm not minimizing the hardships of it but i also think it can be incredibly empowering and i've witnessed that with my own eyes too okay and then i think there is nothing i i I I, know, I don't know how to get around this in any other way except to say that babies are great. <laughs> I love babies, um, and I've and for people who know me personally, this is not surprising. Yeah. Um, you know, we we cared for babies before we adopted Liam. I have been drawn to babies my entire life, um, and I I feel like quite like like I I I mother in the baby stage really well I, I it comes very naturally to me you do that is I, true. I don't mean that uh, it's not something i'd say out of the context of this conversation because it sounds like i'm like a flex i'm not trying to i'm just in like julie no one think that's a, no one thinks i'm really good at parenting babies is a flex i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> So You're I so rude. No. I don't want to brag, but I, don't, I think I you know, I'm known I, as the baby whisperer. I change nappies like no one's business. I do. I can. <laughs> I, I can. You know, I I I got so some bad bragg- baby skills. So braggadocious. I I no, but I I really I really enjoy that stage. It's not even though it was hard for both of our kids for different reasons. It's not a stage that you know. There are some parents who are like. You know, if they could just be given their child when they're older, you know, okay, you, sure. But I have a different memory of some of the other parts of them being little that you did enjoy. Um, you can't say the bad stuff on this episode. That's yeah, the next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And it was good. And um, I, I'm i not one of those people who wishes like, you know, even to, to I don't want to rush that away. I enjoyed it. Okay, so something that I've noticed about both parts that you've brought up mm-hmm. is that they're very you-centric. <laughs> so, yes. so both of them are like, I, I want to feel, and th- it doesn't mean that those are not I'm valid. i to the part where the uh, child okay. actually joins our family. It's just that the pregnancy and birth primarily can't really happen without me. Sure, but can you understand that I, I wouldn't put that onto a four list for okay. us. Sure. So sure. the only the only way I'd put that on the four list is that it would make you happy. Okay. So that's not so, so this this list is very technical. Happy mom, happy Julie, that's on the yeah. four list. Definitely. Okay. Then I mean I you've seen our children with small humans. They're really good with them. In short bursts. True in short bursts, because it's not their small human. But we've seen our other friends who've got who sort of went for the bigger age gap. And I have and these are people who parents have similar parenting ethos to us where you kind of you know, you 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 
foster the sense of a, a team, yeah. a kindness, and our family. We look after each other and we care for each other. And I have seen, you know, and I think it's it's the fine line of not having that be too much of a burden of care. I mean, all those parents who've got those age gaps that we know, they do such a great job of making sure that their kids aren't lumped with, like, you know, they still get to be kids. Mm-hmm. But their older siblings thrive and seem to seem to genuinely adore their baby sisters or brothers or whatever it is. And I think our boys would be like that too. I think that they would be amazing big brothers to your little sibling. And I don't think it would be a lot of convincing. I mean, first of all, I mean, our youngest, you know, as I said, for many reasons, but not all are pure of heart. But no, <laughs> but he is, he would be thrilled. Yes. He has, he, in fact, in the last few months has probably asked me to get a baby sister mm-hmm. going in the family more than you have. Yes. He's, he's been pushing that agenda harder. He has been the main champion <laughs> of the agenda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which you have not fought too hard against, but, no, it, but it no. is, he would be very excited for it. And, and I, I agree with you. I think there would be. And even our, I think our eldest would come on board in a very, very, I don't think it would be a, a push for him no it wouldn't it wouldn't be he a push. just expresses and, it differently yeah, and it would be a, a good growth and learning opportunity f- mm. for them um another four that i have when the baby arrives is that baby weight you know when oh. you're carrying a, like, like holding a baby oh it's, it's just best. babies are just the right weight yeah in a way that the boys now aren't quite <laughs> it's a little bit more laborious putting them on my and shoulder they and they smell so good and they smell so good that was another thing is that baby smells really is really good and having a baby in the bed next to you for a cuddle or mm. that, all those kind of moments are very nice they are i agree with you there are a lot of wonderful moments and periods with mm. a baby in the house next episode i'll yeah. talk about <laughs> The, the, other the, other side, the other side of that. The other side of that. When they're so, in the bed too long. So, <laughs> yes. so, so there, there, there is that. Okay, so do you have any other... Yes. Oh, you have more. No, I, I, I was going to say, I think this concept of family, I, I know, I know that, you know, the sort of, um, I guess, the politically popular conversation around families is, you know, keep them small, the climate is in crisis. We're in economic crisis. There's, you know, you, I know that your your cons list is going to be plentiful, um, and and I respect people's decisions on that. I would consider us to have a really good marriage and to have a really healthy family dynamic. Um, it's not perfect, um, and it's hard, and we are not perfect parents at all. I like disclaimer, disclaimer. Speak to yourself. Speak no, yourself. no, I, I mean we really no, aren't. We really but, aren't. But, but we are. But I also don't want to sell us short because we've worked really yeah, hard. Yeah, we put a lot of effort, we put, and we continue to put a lot of effort because we really value our family. And in a dynamic like that, um, I think that um, I don't think expansion of that is necessarily a bad thing. I don't think it's. I think it's a different conversation where you where you hear you know, have a baby, it'll fix a broken marriage, you know, which, which I think uh, I'm not, I'm not saying people go into a decision like that, but, but, but you have heard those stories where it's like, you know, a baby will fix something, you know, where there's something missing and a baby will fix it. I actually don't think that despite the fact that I, I have this picture of 
this one extra I can almost see the interactions with this extra person I can around the dinner table I can see her probably will be a boy but I can I, I mean I, I can see her or him at the little high chair at the dinner table going for the salt and sh- like shaker you know and throwing their peas across the table but I can see that um so but we're not missing anything we're not broken this is not about trying to fix our marriage yeah, there's not a hole that we feel we're going to be trying to fill no. by uh, that a baby would fill no no um and it's not a toxic space where we feel like a baby would distract us from the problems or the cuteness or whatever right. those aren't others that's not part of our decision making right so in that dynamic i think extra family could be a great thing Let's put it like that. An extra family member in the context of a thriving relation, like a thriving marriage and... You're making the circle bigger. Making the circle bigger. I don't think that it's felt the same way. Again, because this is such a sensitive conversation, I feel like I've got to just like put disclaimers everywhere. I'm not... I'm not saying that other families can't like I'm not saying that if you had a child and your marriage wasn't the best that it doesn't it means that that's like a a broken family. No, I'm no. really not I mean, saying the, that. The, Do you know what I'm saying? I, know I feel what you're like saying. I feel like and this is going to I think I think the the disclaimer that we should that we always put on is that this is actually a very deeply personal conversation that we're having. Yes. And the examples that we're giving are very specific to our family. Yeah. So the reasons that we're giving now, the reasons for are very specific to our family and it's not something that we would use as a metric to judge other families yes when, when when people talk about this the concept of having another child sometimes it's like this would be the straw that breaks the camel's back you know like why break a good you got a good thing you have another baby it'll mess that dynamic up whereas i don't wait until the next episode yeah, but whereas <laughs> i don't think that's the case because I think we've got really solid foundation that instead of having the broken camel's back scenario, we've got the extension of the circle. The circle is bigger. The circle has, it looks different, and it's, but it's got this whole other person who is fully supported and loved. Um, and also adds to it. And adds. In their own exactly, way. Exactly, exactly. Um, so... Yeah, I think, and I think that's huge. I think that's that's really because that's the dynamic I'm seeing our family, um, and I'm seeing. As I said this. I'm very happy with the circle being the size that it is. But I, but I, could we have a better circle? Could it be a better circle? And and what do we do about the kind of? Is there someone missing from our table? Like. Well, we have for our kitchen counter, we have three, three we high do. chairs. We have three <laughs> high chairs with the boys sit. There's always one in the middle that's empty. And I I, I wish that I didn't feel like that. Like I wish, I, I really am envious. I, I'm, I'm envious of the people who are like, nope, two and done. You know, kitchen's closed, whatever it is, you yeah, know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. with certainty. And so many of my friends they are like, oh my god! They can't think of anything worse. They are ready. They are first in the queue for the vasectomy. The IUD is in, never again to be repeated. They're happy, and I wish I had that contentment, um, because it would be really convenient. It would be so convenient. It would make our lives so much I better. I know. We wouldn't have to have this whole podcast. I know. If that was the case. <laughs> but I don't. But you don't, and and that's fair. 
uh, you know, it it we can't end. This is this is a big part of the like the last two years of discussion about this, the back and forth and the arguments was really about me coming to terms with you with this feeling that you have actually being a legitimate feeling mm. like me understanding that it's it's not a slight on our family no. it's not a slight on me as a husband or a father because there is a thing about you know being a man in this society and having to provide mm. for your family and if someone is feeling like they're lacking mm. that you have to step up and do the thing but when you feel like that's not the right choice there's this tension that that gets created absolutely and there's that that tension of the the narrative of of you or the boys feeling like they're not enough like are we not enough for mom yeah. you know and and it's not that it's like i can't articulate it because i would i would hate that to be the takeaway i would hate if our kids god forbid if they get hold of this you know listen further down the line they were like you know we've chosen not to that they're like mom sitting with this thing of like we weren't enough for her um, and, and that's like the the weird thing that doesn't make sense to my brain that's seeking logic is how can you be both so grateful for this marriage we have, for these two wonderful children we have, and yet also want this other thing? And does it make me a discontent, ungrateful person to have these feelings? I don't have the answer. <laughs> Well, what but, help are you? Well, that's, if I was any help, <laughs> we wouldn't have this podcast. Um, I I think that's a good time for us to take a pause mm-hmm. and start um, thinking and prepping for the against episode, which will be next. Because I feel like we're going to be le- you're leading me into to, into a place where. It's going to be very easy. Did, did you get all your pros out on the table, though? I just want to double check that you're not holding anything back. I don't like the fact that we're going to hold up a out a board after this with the pros and cons. <laughs> cons. The, cons be, the pros are going to be very <laughs> short, very very short. I, I mean, can you see it? Can you can you see it? Yeah, but I can see lots of things. So 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 this is also <laughs> the problem, right? Is that I, uh, you and I have completely different ways of thinking and imagining our futures and imagining what's possible. Mm-hmm. I can I can totally see myself being an astrophysicist. Mm-hmm. I can totally see myself being a professor doing astrophysics lectures in my 70s. I know it's not going to happen, but I can totally see that. So yeah. can I imagine what life would be like with a third child in a, the the good version of that with, you know, the autumn sunshine coming through our house and the baby gurgling while you, you know, bopping the baby and I'm cooking and whatever and the boys are running and bringing flowers to you and whatever. <laughs> yes, I can totally imagine that. I can totally imagine that happening. I think can you I? imagine that better than I do. Yeah, but I can also imagine, but, but again, because I'm so imaginative, mm. I can also imagine the complete other side of it. Um, and, and I feel like I have a lot more in my, on, on, on the scale of the other side of of that imagination Mm. and that's what's that's what's the scary thing for me which again we'll talk about in the against episode so i feel like uh, all all of the pros that you spoke about i 100 percent agree with um you know just the 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 experience the the pros really are about all the good parts of having a baby or having and having a child because the baby grows up right yeah, having a child of adding a person to, yeah. to a family there's there are so many good parts and and everything you've listed today all have an other side of the coin mm-hmm. and i think that's the danger of this is that 
everything for everything you've mentioned, I can say, well, what if it goes wrong? Mm. Pregnancy, yes, if it goes great. If you have a good time, if you don't get too sick, brilliant. Best thing ever. Best, like I'm not being facetious, literally best thing ever for you. But we've experienced when it does go wrong. Mm. We know people for whom it has gone wrong mm. in, in all sorts of ways. Um, you know, the, the baby in the bed being all like gurgly and happy and charming and smelling amazing. Well, sometimes the baby screams for two years solidly. We experience that. Mm. People have experienced that and worse. You know, having there's all sorts of things that that I could again. This is I'm, this is why you're I, ruining my point. <laughs> you're supposed to just bring up the sweet things for you. <laughs> but but again, yeah, I've I've started to err into the side of the against, which is why I think it's time for us to to end the podcast. There are a lot of pros. I still think that the cons will massively <laughs> massively outweigh the pros, and that is why I think this is one of those things where. Logic and reason cannot be the primary <laughs> determinants. <laughs> oh, there goes my phone. Um, logic and reason cannot be the primary determinants of the decision. And that is where we are so uncomfortable because you and I are both very logical, reasonable people mm-hmm. who don't like making emotional decisions. And this is an emotional decision. Help us. <laughs> Thanks for listening. That's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening in. As always, this is our story. So everything applies to us, but might not apply to you. And in fact, we would love to hear about the things that do apply to you and about your story. So tell us about how you came to the decision to have your next child or whether or not you're grappling with this issue yourself. Send us your thoughts to afrodaddyct at gmail.com. Or get hold of us on Instagram or the gram, like the cool people call it. <laughs>